the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's go. Oh, hello everybody. We are back. Season two, episode four of Feeling Good with Duddy. That's right. I'm the co-host, Jake B. And beside me is my brother. But before that, we've got an amazing guest. We got Moy from Tomorrow's Bad Seeds. We're doing Scary Town. We're doing Poopersville. We're doing Bandcamp. We got no more words. We even got to have in a day. Here he is, your host, Duddy B. <laughs> what an intro. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. Happy to be back here, feeling good with Duddy. Episode four, as always, brought to you from our good friends over at KoiCBD.com. We love that over here. You know, we talk about it all the time. Took my drops this morning. Did you? Did you? So. Well, you know the you know how it goes. Go to KoiCBD.com and put in code DuddyB at checkout. You're going to get 20% off. Also, another company that we love and helps us put the show on. On it. That is two N's. O-N-N-I-T.com. Forward slash Duddy, you're going to get 10% off. So many amazing products there. We use them all the time. We talk about it all the time. You know how it goes. You know it. And if you are listening to this show and you are enjoying it or you're not enjoying it, give us some ratings. Go and leave a comment. It really helps us keep the show going. It helps us get noticed more. Uh, it's gonna. It helps us. I'm going to say one of my least favorite words. It, it helps us with the algorithms. <laughs> so we'll get noticed uh. more. I love those uh, <laughs> words that didn't exist five years ago. I mean, I know they were around, but you never, now all of a sudden everyone's an algorithm. Oh, algorithms. You got to know about the algorithms. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah, but Apparently really it does. Do. You know, tell, tell your friends, you know, to check it out. If you're liking it, give us a rating. If you're not right liking it, give us a rating. Leave us a good review. Leave us a bad review. It all helps. Yeah. So uh, yeah, if you're out there listening and you do like, please go give us a rating and a comment. Uh, and also, uh, Patreon, we do have a Patreon page. Uh, if you like the show and you want extra content, more behind the scenes, uh, we do behind the scenes from every episode, every episode, we have a full behind the scenes, like vignette, I suppose would be the, the phrase yeah, or word, but yeah. And that exists on our Patreon. And then there's a new thing though, that Duddy and I are pretty pumped about sharing with you. I'll let Duddy tell you, but this is going to be an exclusive show for our Patreon and it's going to be happening immediately. So very quickly. Well, actually, right now, yeah. you go to the Patreon, there will be a few of these stacked up. What are they, Duddy? Me and Jake are now going to be doing, like, I guess we're going to, like, retro movie reviews yes. of, of some sort. We're going to be reviewing all the movies 
that me and Jake watched as we were growing up. Um, movies such as Blood, Blood Sports, uh, you know, all, all the all, Va- all Van Damme, all Van Damme, every fucking Van Damme, all Steven Seagal, Sylvester all Stallone, Sylvester Stallone, all fucking Arnie. Arnold Schwartz. You know, we, you get it. We're gonna you be doing it, the Bruce best Lee. movies of all we time. Understand it? Yes, you I get think. it. So we're going to review in all those. Uh, those will be on our Patreon page. And if you want to find that, you go to Patreon uh, forward slash feeling good with Duddy dot com. And yeah, you're going to get a lot of extra shit. A lot of extra shit, dude. And you can see that we had a very wide you know, range of films that we enjoyed. And you're gonna get a, it's a, it's a, we were not down any type of hallway. Don't encapsulate us movie wise because we can't be tamed. We're really into everything. Yes. And also on this show, we have a new segment. And I, usually we do the segments later, but I'm just going to start it now because I. He's having a, a day. day. Oh, I was having a day. Having today, a day. Dude, the best segment. It's going to be a rare segment because having a day, we are only going to talk about people that have had a historically bad day. Like several stupid things happen to the same person in one day, and we will shine light on that yes. person. Having a day today. I'm Duddy's having, having a, day. a day, guys. And it's but early. It's, it's early. 10.45 a.m. <laughs> and Duddy is fucking having a day. Here's the thing, though. Like, there's it's, some really bad yes. stuff that's happened. This is like, yeah. I guess this is like first world problem day. Having a day. This is the most harmless having a day. But, but it's it a is day. a day. Imagine if this was you. You'd be like, having a day. You're having a day. Okay. This is a day. No so, one wants this day. First things first. Right. I woke up. Fine. Oh, well, shit, right there. Having up, a feeling de- great, right? Oh, okay. I was out of coffee. Not Ooh. that big a deal, right? You're like, okay, yes, that sucks. But you're like, all right, I'll get by. I have to, you know, I help, I help get the kids ready for school and everything. So I couldn't go get some right then. I, I had to, you know, like an hour and a half of, of shit to do at home before I can go get coffee. And one thing I can't stand, too, is like, I'm not like a Starbucks guy. I'm not talking shit on Starbucks. I'm just, you know, I'm just but not a huge fan. Are. I'm not. I'm just not like a, <laughs> I, I don't. I like black coffee. So if you're like a guy who just wants black coffee, you're not like going and waiting in fucking lines and shit. Yeah. Me, you know? But I didn't want to get out coffee of the Coffee black. Yeah. Like, Give but I anyway. got in the fucking, I got, there's a Starbucks near my house and I never really do this, but I went and I got in the fucking, the drive-thru. Starbucks drive-thru. No big deal. But it took like, fuck, I was in there for like 25 minutes in that having line. A day. Having okay. a day. Not a big deal still. Right. Got my coffee. People are like, cool. this I know. Like I said, guys, this isn't bad, but not that bad. Got my coffee. Cool. I'm on my way to the studio. And I stop at a red light. Get rear-ended. Ooh, starting to have a day. From behind. Get rear-ended. And I look back, and it's a dude just on his cell phone. He just fucking staring at his cell phone, didn't realize that there's a red light, and I'm stopped there, and he just fucking runs into me, right? Getting rear-ended, not in your car. Could be a great day. Right. I don't pretend right. to understand what you're into or, or yeah. you know, so I'm, and I, su- I celebrate you. Getting <laughs> rear-ended while in your car, always a bad thing. Bad so now thing. you've had no coffee at home. That's but like I got a, my coffee. That's eventually. like a flick in the ball. A flick in but the then ball. the 25-minute wait in Starbucks, flick in the other you ball. got flicked in the other ball. Yeah. <laughs> now you've stopped at a red light and someone smashed in the back of your car. That's like I got kicked in the dick. You got kicked in the dick. Yeah. Now, now you've I'm been just like, kicked. okay, now I have stomach pains. From all of the, you know, harm that's being done to my lower regions. Um, so, and then this fucking guy, right? I get out of the car and I'm not trying to be even pissed. I'm just like, I'm just like, hey man, let's, let's, can we do this quick? I was like, I gotta, I, I'm already running a little bit behind. No big deal. We'll get taken care of. And I take a picture of my bumper, which is like hanging off. 
uh, at least I was able to kind of like smash it back in there so I could drive and it wasn't dragging down the street. Um, and I take a picture of his license plate and I'm like, Hey, can I see like your ID or insurance card? So I just take a picture of it. And this fucking guy goes, well, uh, legally, I don't have to show you any of my documents. You should just be able to take a picture of my license and that should be fine. And I go, what if this is a stolen fucking car, dude? And you just drive off and I never see you again. I was like, that is not, I like, just let me get a picture of your fucking license. Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, technically I'm like, dude, you were on your cell phone. You ran into the back of my car while I was stopped at a red light. Let me take a picture of your license so I can get the fuck out of here. So, and that's how dedicated Duddy is. Yeah. He, he needed to be at this podcast. He had a show to do. He said, like, give me your fucking, let's give me your go. fucking license, jackass. So he, he fucking reluctantly, oh, go, oh, go. He takes his license out. And I plink, and I take a picture, and I'm like, later. And I, and I fucking, I'm driving uh, to the studio, and I realize, shit, I didn't, I, didn't, it was, I didn't have my coffee, so guess what I did? I forgot I weed. Oh, also not is. a big deal Dude, because we live in fucking California. A day. Having a day, but, but it's like, all the little things and what is all the little things. And then I got rear-ended. Then I was like, okay, cool, we'll get the studio, whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, uh, I, I left my weed at home. Um, no big deal. Again, not that big of a deal because there. I know there's a dispensary right next to the studio, and I go to and I fucking. I'm not even gonna name the dispensary because I don't want to fuck them up. But, uh, <laughs> one thing I always talk about. This I'm like, dude, this day and age, you can't even find a bad bag of weed. Look for uh, bad weed. Dude, it's I was like, hard. go look for a shitty bag of weed. It'll be harder to find than a fucking good bag of weed. You're going to have to search for that shit. If you Google bad weed, a picture of good weed pops up yeah. in this day and age. Like, it's it's no... true. So I always talk about that. I'm like, it's great. So I just run in there really quick, and I'm already in a rush because I'm a little behind because I got fucking rear-ended, right? No big deal. I roll in. I see my dude. I'm like, what up, bro? Uh... I'm like, just give me, like, two decent fucking, like, hybrids, uh, eights or something. That'll get me through the day. And uh, I just grab them. I don't even look at it. I don't even, like, I just, boom, peace out. And I get to the fucking studio. I open it up. Dude, it's like swag. It is bad, bad weed. Like, I took, it, everyone agreed. Oh he showed Duddy's like, I didn't even know this I'm was sorry, a guys. thing anymore. So, uh... It's just I literally dry, I took I took dry crumbly, and crumbly. I took like three uh I took like three bong tokes and I was literally I don't even think I'm high. I don't think so. It tasted like actual grass. Like walk out into your front lawn, yeah. take a bite. I'm sure it's good for you. Uh, it tasted like it yeah. was good for you. I mean, I'll I'll probably smoke it all. Yeah, I'll smoke it. it. Uh, We're gonna so smoke. at that point I'm like having a having day. Having a day. And guess what happens? Our guess guest what of happens. the day, Moy oh. from Tomorrow's Bad Seeds, rolls in at this moment. And he's like, Wait, Yeah, what is he? Paint the picture. Because he rolled in empty handed. He rolled in empty handed. Which is fine. I mean, not, he's he goes, not expected to have anything. And, and, but he know, goes, and to be respectful, he's yeah, like, Hey, he, is it cool if I like bring some weed in here and roll it up and smoke like during the show? I was like, Of course. Yeah, we think a little bit. And baggy. I was like, Thank you, because I have some shitty ass weed here. He's like, Oh, don't worry. I got you. And he rolls in with just. Uh, like oh five different kinds of just fire and a lot of it. And he's just like, here, have some of this and that. And boom, boom. He hooked us all up. You know, and when someone walks in with a mason jar, yeah. you know, that, <laughs> you, you guys have anyone who smokes weed, when someone walks in with the clear sealed mason jar. And I'm not talking like your fucking like, small mason jar. Like no. it, not the small one, not the medium one. It yeah. was the big one. It's a like couple you put of them. cookies in this, yeah, like yeah. boxes of cookies <laughs> into this. So, yeah, we'll just lead into that. You heard it. He saved the day, and he's Let's here. Get it we have popping. a good friend of our Moy from Tomorrow's Bad Seeds. Moy, get up in here, bro. 
He's waiting out in the lobby. He's what? He's so stoned that he there he is. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Come on in. All right. Yeah. For everyone listening, we all stood up. We embraced. With I the did. Full I actually bro stayed sitting down. I felt like an asshole for doing that. Yeah, I was pretty much. Uh, <laughs> what are you, Beyonce? All right. <laughs> all right. So yeah. So Moy, we've got we go way back. I mean, we've been playing shows with each other for I feel like I want to say like close to twenty years. Almost. It seems like yeah, like at least eight. 15 at least sure. 15 between 15 and 17 yeah. years probably so <laughs> mm-hmm. we go way back um you know we've been doing this a long time together so thanks for coming out man yeah thanks for having me man super stoked thanks for having me on the feeling good with daddy charity event too that was dude rad. thank you for coming out that, that was, was really so much cool. fun yeah if any of you guys uh missed that we did a huge charity event and a bunch of artists came down and performed and we got um we we got a, a lot of donations that we we gave to some amazing charities and more really came. cool uh, comedians. Oh my oh, god, yeah. blew me away! Hilarious comedians. Except for the raunchy girl, she kind of scared me away. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else was tight. Yeah, yeah. Moy came down and performed, and yeah, it was. We it was raised fun. a lot of money for some good causes. That was fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what's up? What's going down? You know, just keeping the dream alive. You know, taking care of these kids and figuring out life at the same time. Just you know, enjoying everything and. Kind of changed a lot since we were younger, you know, kind of trying oh, totally. to soak it in more than before. Before it was just like flashing and happening and like, what are we doing? It's just kind of a blur, you know? Yeah. But now I'm trying to slow it down and really soak it in and enjoy it, you know? Oh, yeah. You got to. We're all yeah. old now. We're all we're dads. All dads. Yeah. Every damn one of us. <laughs> well, let's rewind this. Let's do a brief like this. Let's give, let's give all the listeners just a full brief little history of you and the band. So okay. where did you grow up? Uh, Hermosa Beach, Manhattan Beach, South Bay Area. I live in Torrance now, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so same zone. Yeah, same yeah, zone. Right right all Southern um, California. Yeah, right up the street from the break walls where it started. Me and my brother, Matt, my guitar player, the other pretty much half of me in, in the band, we were just kind of both brokenhearted, <laughs> chilling at the break wall, surfing. And uh, <clears throat> we, just started, we literally just started playing like Sublime songs, you know, and started playing Bob songs and Steel Pulse songs together. And then... I just start playing. Uh, this is probably I was twenty. Okay, he was nineteen. Just out of high school and stuff. Yeah, and then I went to Brazil for like nine months and lived with a girlfriend there for a long time. And we had already had a little thing going on, but I was, you know, gonna go over there for a while. Then, you know, I thought when I came back it was gonna be kind of done, you know. But when I came back, <clears throat> I was twenty-one by then. Um, he was still down, and so we started heading and just doing acoustic shows, you know, and started really learning about everybody else in our scene, like you guys and Expendables and. Iration, you know, all the old school cats, you know. I mean, obviously the ones after slightly stupid and all that stuff, but you know, we just started jamming and then we got together with his cousin. Johnny was the original drummer. And then by chance, the bass player that we chose that we knew from the break wall at that time happened to be their uncle through marriage and we didn't find that out, Al. Oh wow. we didn't find that out till like eight months into being a project and we're like, What? So you yeah, talking about Matt, Matt, the original guy you started yeah. the band with and his Matt's, and his his cousin, cousin Johnny was the drummer. And then you and find then, a bass and player and that's the their bass uncle. player would surf with us at Breakwall. I knew yeah. the people from the Breakwall because that's like my local spot. And he, we knew he played bass and he was dope. He's really a guitar player too. And he's a sick bass player really. But uh, we didn't know. And then later <laughs> on, we found out like eight months, a year into the thing. We knew each other obviously, but we yeah, know they yeah, were related yeah. through marriage as... Like he was Matt's uncle. I was like, what the that's hell? A family that's band all of a sudden. Yeah, I was the only one not in the family, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then it just went from there, you know, and we started playing shows and then obviously, you know how it goes, who's down and who's not, you yeah. know, who can hang and who yeah. can't. And it's not easy. People don't see the behind the scenes stuff. But, um, you know, it ended up changing the lineup a little bit and 
Now the lineup's changed again, you know, but people come back, you know. Yep. I'm, I'm like op- leaving the door open for any member that played with us. It's like, you know, because like Dre, our, our recent bass player that actually played for 10 years with us before or after Al, he, um, uh, he is now doing van life. And he has a six sprinter oh, van shit. with him and his chick. And they travel all over and they live in it. And you, they Dope. have crazy Instagram videos of them like waking up and opening the door. There's like a baby bear right there. You know? Oh, that's awesome. They're waking up next to it. They open their like uh, doors and it's just a sick ass little lake in the middle of nowhere with breast snow and iced out, you know? I mean, hard, yeah. hard to mess with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah all right. Uh, you're doing. All right. That so, sounds fucking. I'm but jealous. Then, but when then, you come right? back, when your band <laughs> comes back around, though, dude. You're and so whenever going. he does come back, we do like for the big shows. Like he might play one love with us, you know. Nice. Uh, for the like, we we just did. I was doing a, a like a little circuit thing with the Chargers with iHeartRadio, and um and he came and played two of the shows with us too. So it comes back around, okay. you know. But for yeah. the main part, it's me and Matt holding down, and Pat, our newest drummer, which is only the second drummer we've had. You know, but we have a sick keyboard player. We're a four piece right now, mm-hmm. or three piece backing me, and uh, it's working really well. You know, Sweet. keeping the dream alive, baby. Yep. Like we talk about it all the time on the show. Like, man, to be in a band, and, and it's it's hard to find, you know, four dudes that all have. I mean, the they're time. down when they're in high school, and you yeah, up to twenties and thirties. You know? Life starts happening. Yeah, yeah. life starts happening, it's man. Tough. And people's, you know passions and things start to change yeah that's the thing you know? it might have it <laughs> yeah 100 percent. still the flame is burning you know so i'm like who's with me no who's with me it's nice to see the resurgence of it you know like it's seeing you guys come back like hard is good yeah i'm trying i'm trying right now for sure thank you how many thanks for the help too because you guys have been helping us out oh man our pleasure man have you ever taken let's let's talk about this so your band dude you guys had great success you guys toured for a lot of good time you did a lot of really good things did you ever take more than just like the one break that you kind of semi recently um, took? No, that was pretty that, much it. But things got changed after Warp Tour because of certain people met certain people and certain ideas were introduced to the table. And then the idea of our name was just they, they didn't like it. And still people have a problem with it. But I like it. It keeps me underground. I like what it's it. People know who we are of it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Nick Cave lovers sometimes hate for sure. <laughs> but whatever, you know, it's all good. I love Nick Cave. But um, you know, the whole thing changed, you know. And and back then, just to keep it real, I gave somebody else like the power that I should have been more involved. And I tried at first, but I was like, I, I don't want to bite the hand that feeds you type of thing. So mm-hmm. I went with it, you know. And I didn't want, and I, you know, I'm gonna go and dedicate to giving this person the, the the reins of you know running the ship and see what happens. And yep. you know, obviously, their heart and 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 passion wasn't in it, and mine is completely. And that's why I decided to really take a second chance at like doing the, the vision that I initially had, you know? Yeah. Because the vision changed after Warp Tour. Mm-hmm. And it had a little bit to do with us, too, because the influence, you know what it's like. You're on Warp totally. Tour. You know, you go from kind of doing our thing to saying, oh, shit, look at all these other crazy things. Yeah. And we started adding all these other influences and making it dubstep yeah. and crazy and all this crazy shit. And then, you know, things changed. And then they tried to take us to Europe and change the name. Like, the whole name changed, you know? Yeah. We had a whole name change. And... When I, I didn't came, even know that. What was, was it the life? Name it was right? life. Yeah. Life. When That's I came right. into the studio the that morning, fuck? I had no idea. When I came into the studio that morning, it's a dope album we put out. Though, I'm not gonna lie. It was very cool. But when I came into I like the, the name too. <laughs> when I came like into the studio, cool. they're like, "What do you think about life?" And I was like, "Fucking life is great right now." Yeah. I'm like, "We're fucking <laughs> yeah, doing shit." Like, cool. What's next? You know, what I mean, we got off our third warp tour. We're not gonna do warp tour this next summer. We're gonna. Do, I, I was planning on doing some dope shit with you guys or somebody. Because we had done three summers of Warp Tour, yeah. pretty much. And that's like, when you dedicate your life, you know what it's like. That's, that's that. a lot. Warp Tour is tough. There's nothing else, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know what I mean? You guys did it in a van the first year. That yeah. shit's fucking brutal. brutal. I can never even imagine it. You guys are fucking warriors. Like, the whole <laughs> thing, right? The whole thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah crazy. But uh, going back into that whole thing, it was like, I totally lost my train of thought now, thinking about that shit. <laughs> See, the weed is really good. Yeah. Oh, no, life. Yeah, life. Yeah, life. Life. Okay, there we go. So... 
we did the whole we did the whole band life thing, but I, I didn't want to I didn't like the name. I mean I like the name as a name, but when we did that, I was like, what are we doing? Like a whole other thing? Excuse yeah. me, whoa, 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 whoa. And immediately I was rejected towards it. But again, they were coming at me like, oh, but there's this and we can do that. And then someone, another person outside of my thing came with a little bit of money and said, I'll support the, the project. I'm like, okay, well, we don't got to use Bad Seeds money into this. Let's try this then. And so we went for it, you know, but obviously tomorrow's Bad Seeds series of it again. Yeah. We try to make a comeback thing and then shit fell apart with Sean and his dad just to keep it real. You know, and they went their separate ways and we went our separate ways. And so conversations were made to where it just to made to be discouraging towards us of, of moving on you know yeah. and i was like yeah fucking right bro yeah. and then you know now it's i'm just working hard and getting there and i feel oh, yeah. honestly in a comfortable place to where like okay now we're in our, our feet are set on the ground now let's get running you know what i mean i love it I man feel. sometimes you gotta do it yourself yeah and that's it you know like russ you heard that song yeah how could i do it myself <laughs> i don't need them i don't need how could i do it myself <laughs> anyway so yeah we've been we've been playing shows like we said we like you know, 15 years at least. But one show that we did together really fucking mm-hmm. stands out to me. It was Jared this, Watson's birthday too, I think. Was it? Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So, it was Dirty Jay's birthday. So it was Jared's birthday. I don't even remember that, but holy mm-hmm. crap, to make it even crazier. Uh, sorry. It was a show out in Mexico, and I believe it was like Rocky Point, Mexico. Yeah, was, like was San the, Felipe, not San Felipe. <laughs> this is the thing, like, so... Festivals but, down there are like a thing, and not all of them are successful. This tells and this about, is this is you know like we said this was probably twelve years ago at least yeah maybe twelve before Warp Tour yeah it was before Warp it was a long time ago so I mean let's say twelve years ago like this scene this reggae rock scene wasn't what it is much now at all yeah. it was now, very small the, yeah now these festivals in Mexico are huge and now super successful you guys yes. were there when this was like a test mm-hmm. this was test cool. so and this was a, a guy we got hit up randomly by yeah, what's his name I, forgot. I was trying to think of his name I was trying to think of his too. name too and I can't fucking think of it and he was such a nice guy yeah he was I want to say like Johnny or something but I don't think yeah, it, it was, was. It, was like, it was more Latino name yeah but so yeah he uh, he hits us up hey I'm putting on this uh Reggae Rock Festival down in Rocky Point, Mexico. Um, if you guys come down, we'll pay for your gas and we'll give you like a thousand dollars. And all the band members get their own hotel rooms, room yeah. at this all-inclusive resort. So at that point, we're like, dude, a thousand bucks and rooms in Mexico. And a whole trip we're fucking there, there bro. Exactly. Of course, like all we were caring about was partying. You know, we just Food, wanted to have drinks, a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is on this dude. Yeah. So he gets, you know, I don't remember how many bands were booked, but Dirty Heads, Tomorrow's Bad Seeds. I'm pretty sure Ballyhoo, Pacifier, Pacifier, Tribal, Tribal, Seeds. Tribal Seeds. I mean, I mean now everybody. this lineup would fucking Iration, crush. Yeah, was Iration. Iration there I think too. They were there it would have been a great yeah. show. Oh, oh, and there was like some old school, like there was Catastro, Catastro I think, like, Pacific Dove, Pacific Dove. That's mm-hmm. right. So yeah, the young it was, guys were there. I too. was all the, it was all the old school fucking homies, and then uh, and we get there, and like I said, this was a test. He had never done this before. He was attempting to put on this festival. A little ahead of his time, I would say. Nobody yeah. came. Yeah, like nobody 30 came because none of these bands at the time, none of us were even big bands. Yeah, we were all just getting going. Yeah, so he just thought if he I get thought, all of them to yeah, come, people, yeah. then nobody, people yeah. and nobody in Mexico had ever heard <laughs> no, of hell us. No. You know, and then people were. And then thinking we weren't like, like in the close part to Mexico. No, we're like fucking out. It there. was a pain to get to this place. Yeah. So then you know. Nobody fucking came. 
So and he had it set up as if gorgeous. You know, he had it, it set up as if fifty thousand yeah. people were going to be here. On the it beach. was on the beach, <sighs> looking at great the stage, ocean, great, great sound. huge stage, surrounded with vendors. Mm-hmm. The vendors no. were there. Yep. food, people cooking. No, it food. was ready. It was ready oh, to party. Ready. And I've got questions, dude. Okay, but I bit, remember this time. Yes. So I think I might have been living with Duddy. I just remember you telling me this guy lost his ass, but lost I never yeah. got the details. Ass, but yeah. he so. And I'm not even kidding or exaggerating here. Uh, besides the bands and the people that the bands brought, yeah, <laughs> I'm saying 20, 20 other people. Oh, 20 wait, oh, other I people. I have pictures. Actually, my dad had tricked me out because my dad was there in business from Mexico. And so he had driven like four hours to come see us play. And I hadn't seen him like a month because he'd been out there. But um, I have pictures of, all, of us sitting down late at night just in lawn chairs and fucking Dirty Heads just playing. No. Yeah, shit like that. I yeah. remember at one point. And I yeah, think, I was tired, didn't we dude. have to play? Wasn't it like, a, did a we play thing. two yeah, nights? I think, I we think did it was like two, two yeah. days We had to play this. two shows. And we played both days. Yeah. And the second day, it, we already knew what it was going to be. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But they, we were getting paid. And like, of course, he was like, no but people one. might show up, you know? <laughs> we'll play, whatever. Yeah, we're on the beach. We're, here, we're just getting hammered. Uh, it got to, like, the first band that played that day, we were all friends. I don't even remember. Maybe, let's just say it was Pacifier. And they were like, you know what? Whoever wants to just come on stage, just come on stage because it was like 10 people watching and then some drunk people that were in bands that were playing later. So everyone just went on stage. So the rest of the day, it was just people on the yeah. stage. Jamming. It was everyone. The just show hanging. was on the, the stage. show was yeah. on the stage. Even the 20 people that bought tickets were on the stage sitting around. All the bands would kind of take turns playing. That's all it fucking was. Imagine and if you did that now there. Oh, my. It would be huge. Yeah, that yeah. exact would lineup huge. would just be crushed. Fully. So this is what I'm thinking. You guys are going down there. What are you thinking that you're about to show up to? Well, the way he described it, we're like, oh, this is going to be rad. Like, you're this is going to be a huge fucking, fucking party. Rush, this is going to be a huge what fucking rad party. All the, the homies beach. are there. It's freaking just like, oh. Yeah, we did. I mean, don't, we all had a great time. Yeah. yeah of course. He lost his ass. Yeah. But I want to know this shit, too. You show up. Yeah. At what point do you guys realize, like, oh, this isn't? Yeah, I started ask. We started asking questions that day because we showed up the day before, like the, the festival, mm-hmm. right? And and we knew, like, oh, everyone who's coming to this is most likely probably staying at the resort as well. Mm-hmm. And then we show up, and it's just ghost town. And you know, it's like, oh, no, band no, members. everyone's showing I up see later. Band you know? And then that night, you like, know, does we're like, work here. Yeah, Where we're is like, anyone? we're like partying that night and all hanging out, all the bands, and we and we start. Wait, where's like every? Where's like? So when are the people showing up? Films oh, and like, stuff. How many tickets like, did you sell? And he's just like, no, they're gonna show. They'll be here, man. They're coming though. And we're like, it's, like, a, it's a walk up crowd. It's yeah, a real walk up so, crowd. And then it was just in the morning. There was just oh, and you my. knew it. You saw. Yeah. It. You were like, oh, no one's coming. But so once you guys were sipping beers, beers. Cool. yeah. But was it selling? Because I remember being the same way. I was like. Yeah. All right. <laughs> At least we got each other. We got each other, man. It, it's so funny when you're young, when you're in a in a, when you're younger in bands or when you're smaller in bands and you kind of don't know what every show is going to. You're always driving to the show, imagining that it's going to be yeah. the shit because yeah. the promoters yeah. of they shows are always positive. It's going to be great. Yeah. great, and you're always like, dude, tonight's going to be the night, man. There's going to be hundreds of people here, and you yeah. show up, and there's always that moment where you're like, there's. There's no one in the There's parking lot. No like, is this a late one. crowd? And then everyone starts <laughs> chatting backstage like, yo, we're playing to each other. It's yep. always yeah. a weird thing. So another, you did it all the way in Mexico. I don't know if you remember this, but I hope you do. And I hope you remember the band name. Because you and your chick ended up driving home with us. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah. was right before we 
left to go home from like to back to the states uh and we were all fucking with each other all the bands that whole uh tour just giving each other a hard time and doing what you would do if you had nothing else to do yeah, yeah, but yeah. fuck with each other uh-huh. uh and god christian had bought like this monkey statue from we went we went into town one day and christian bought like this weird monkey statue and somehow that night in our drunken you know we broke the statue someone we broke the statue and we like left it wherever we were partying. And when we woke up that morning, we went down to our van and the the monkey statue was stuck to the hood of our van by a piece of human shit. Human shit on the hood of now. our van and the monkey statue smashed into the human shit. <laughs> so yeah I, that was a real thing and we didn't even we were just laughing and we actually drove for a long time still with the statue and oh the, you said fuck it we fuck were like it. fuck it. Touch it and what was the name of that dude that's I creepy oh, that's fucking creepy so you guys broke a sacred statue of some sort and no, it, it was like up. christian I'm yeah yeah you, but, but yes that's kind of a creepy thing though it's yeah. like hey we broke this statue some monkey statue and then it's stuck to the front of your fucking car the next morning you're in a foreign land yeah no it was it was the guy from that yeah one of the from bands. one of the bands he, he but it was, climbed it was, it was, up it was, on the hood and shit i don't think they're a band anymore they're not a band anymore no it wasn't expensive they do crazy shit like that no it definitely wasn't it was like a band that like anymore right I don't think so. Fuck. That's what I was trying to remember I who's that. on I think that they were like a much. I think they were a very sm- like a smaller. I band. love whoever did that. But yeah, they That's and awesome. they were out there when we came, and they were like you know filming and shit. Oh, you know, they like, they where's that guys. footage? If you guys are watching, where's that footage? Yeah, dude. That reminds uh, me of a story. Quickly, when my old band played, we played a show. It was like a boat race, and it was sponsored by Spankies. It was like oh, a I porno thing. That. You remember this? Yes. And, uh, and so there's a there's a pit there's a pit going on in front of the band. And um and people are throwing dildos around. No you know, yeah, Spanky's was like a sex spot, you know, yeah. so dildos, condoms, everything. And there's this big purple dildo, like a fucking, you know, foot long dildo getting swung around in the pit. Someone stuck it to the hood of our truck and we just we just drove, fucking, we drove home just with it. Bop, bop, and bop, it bop. just wobbled <laughs> on the top all the way home. And we this we lived it. I live with my parents still. You know, oh, Duddy shit. lived at home, we all lived at home. I brought it home. My parents are dying laughing. They stuck it on my next door neighbor's front door. Nice. That's the best. Yeah, I'll never forget. My mother, uh. whap, dude. It's just sticking. <laughs> so shout out to Scott and Arnett. Oh, that was yeah. our next door neighbor's Scott door. And that thing was just oh, flapping on it. That was good. Oh, it's always fun. So that's cool. You guys drove with the shitty monkey on the front of your car. We Long did. drive. We, we did. I yeah. love that. I'll never forget that fucking coming out. We were like, oh, the monkey statue. We're like, oh, fuck. Oh, 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 that story's so rad, and it's it's so funny because I completely remember you briefly telling me about this 15 years ago. Oh, but yeah. I had one more question What was the dude like? Did he paid you? You say he's a great guy, I'm sure he paid you guys all everything yeah, he yeah. said he would do. He yeah, did. what was it like talking to this he, dude when in the end he was you could tell at first he was still trying to be positive about it. Mm-hmm. Like he was going to do it next just year. By again the end, you could oh. tell he was just broken. It's he like a, just this is a fire festival and he story. Was like yeah. a nice, he was like a super nice guy. He was like our age. He was He's younger. from New Mexico or something too. Yeah, and he was just trying to do something Andrew cool. Something. And he and I think he, he loves the music. He, yeah. I think he borrowed like 
Yeah, a lot you know, of money. like 20, 30 grand from his dad to do it. Whoa. And like, obviously was not going to be able to pay yeah. his dad back. And, like, and it's by the he end, had, he was just one of these guys just like, He had fuck. booked all of us for shows before too. In Arizona. Yeah. Like little club shows yeah, in Arizona. Exactly. You know, and he was trying to like step out and yeah, do something he's big. like, you know what? I'll do, oh fuck. He, he was, was just hoping a, people would come down honestly, dude, the whole he deal. Was, he was fucking... Eight years before yeah. his time. Yeah. I hope he's rich Straight right now, up. okay? I, All I the best too. to you. I do. God, what was his Whoever. name? Whoever. I can't remember either. He Damn, was a cool guy. Yeah, he, he was, was a good guy. Um, really cool guy. Yeah, so what else? What do you guys got coming up now? We're about to go on tour on, I don't know when this is going to air, but we go on tour January 16th. We're taking out the boys Tunnel Vision yep. out of uh, San Clemente. Uh, taking these guys out of Guam that are actually taking us to Guam, which is going to be sick. Oh, nice. Um, but they're called the John Dank Show. They just got. Oh off, yes, I've heard of these guys. They just got off tour with Eric Rachmani from yep. uh, Revolution, and uh, they did sick. I mean, these kids know all our songs. They're not kids; they're like thirty-year-old men now. But yeah. <laughs> they know all our songs, and they stayed in my house for like a house them for like the first four days of here before they went on their tour. And they started playing Batsy songs. And at first, you know how you feel when people start doing that. Yeah. You're like, you're like, okay, bro, fuck my song up. Yeah. Do it, yeah. <laughs> and they start singing. I'm going like, holy shit! I'm here at thirds and fifths. I don't even get to do the fifth anymore because Mets barely sings with me now. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no fifth. And these guys are doing perfect harmonies to my songs. And I'm like, holy shit! So I start just joining in, obviously. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and they're phenomenal. They're That's great. Cool. So they're gonna be on tour with us. That's um, like the green. Yeah, exactly. Those guys. They, we did a tour with them, and, and we did, like, for fun. They're an all-star band for sure. We recorded us all playing, like, I think it was Vacation or something. We all played Vacation Acoustic together, and they started singing just the, you're like, whoa. Yeah. How many harmonies, harmonies are you yeah. throwing in this? Seven. It was awesome. It was yeah, awesome. I'm going to do, fuck, I'm gonna do the fucking low third instead, yeah. you know? So sorry to cut you off. That's no, all good. <laughs> um, no, and then uh, we'll do, there's a band called, Pacific Roots from uh, yep. from uh, Northern Cali. They're kind of backed by the Expendable Boys. They're coming cool. for half of the run. Half of the run, like it's a big run. It's two and a half weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but I can't do the big ones anymore, you know? <laughs> I, I like to do three weeks and then come home and then maybe another three weeks. Yeah. But uh, then we're going to get the band Cricket Trees, if you're heard of those yeah, guys, yeah. Uh, to come for the rest of the Never been on the road. And nice. I've known Brown for a while. And he's like, come on, bro. I'm like, well, come on then, dude. Yeah. You know, just don't bitch out, dog. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> let's do this, you know what I mean? But they're going to come through. And then uh, it's, I'm calling, I'm trying to coin this new thing. It's not new, but to me it is the punk rasta. Like that's how I feel like our music is, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, you're, you guys are a little more hip-hop, in my opinion, yeah. but you guys are still punks, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and Rasta, too, in a way, Ooh. you know, even though you know what kind of Rastas we are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but punk Rasta is what, the way I look at our music All right, now. Cool. So I'm calling it the punk Rasta party. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to take it to the East and that, Coast And that fits good July with the Tunnel too. Vision boys, too. Exactly. Yeah. That's why, you know? And John Dank is more that version. Oh, sweet. When you see them uh, acoustic, they're more acoustic, and they're dope, like R&B yeah. almost, too, you yeah. know? But when you see them live, they're more like us. They're okay, more alternative cool. and expendably, like yeah. cool breakdowns and stuff. And then they, in turn, so we traded with them. They, I've been working on this deal for two years. They got us a show through my friend Jason Jay in Guam. And uh, we're supposed to do three shows, but something's going on with their stuff, so we might only be doing one. But we got one. And then we got the airline to, the airline's sponsoring at United Airlines. And I said, hey, man, you know, since we have plenty of time, you guys can talk to them. Can you see if they'll give us a layover in Hawaii and then bring us back through Japan? And so they gave me a six-day layover in, Japan, in Hawaii, and then I got a six-day layover in Japan. So I got three shows in Hawaii booked now. Nice. Two shows in Guam, I think, but maybe only one, really, and then two shows in Japan. Hell yeah. So we're doing Japan, That's too. awesome. Have <laughs> you ever been to Japan? Japan? Never. Make it, it's oh, my first dude, time. Japan oh. is probably one I'm of nervous, my favorite places I've ever been. I'm just nervous in the I communication thing, you know? Have you ever been to Guam? Uh, never. Guam is crazy, Never too. been to Guam. Do you know where you're playing in Guam? Um, I do. I know I'm playing. No, I do not know the name okay. of the venue. Actually, it's called Vibe Fest. Is what the festival's called. Is it, out, is it like Fest. on the beach? I think so. Okay, I think so it's a big. I thing. think that all. 
all the bands like us when we go there, we play at the same yeah, the like, same venue kind of party thing. And we played there. Um, if you're not fucking completely fucking terrified of humongous spiders and shit on that beach. If you look like where the stage oh, are, if you're He's canceling looking, the shows if you're looking at like the rocks, like you'll, if you're, you're looking at the beach this way, here's the stage, here's the ocean. And then they're over here. There's like this rocks that go out and there's a little hike you can take to the very edge. And like, you could look out. It's beautiful. Me and Matty O were like, Oh, let's go do that. We got halfway through that little hike. And then we started, we saw one spider that was like, don't it fuck was around, so, bro. It was like the size of my hand. It's not right? a crab, right? No, but like <laughs> thick. Like the legs were thick like my fucking. Oh, fucking. don't fuck And we're around. like, oh my God, so look at that thing. Style shit. But we saw that one. And then when you see the one, you start. Real, and when we realized, oh, they're all over around. the place. Cove everywhere. No. Hundreds. These things were this big, the size of my whole fucking not hand. Daddy scary Larry. looking spiders. Dark black. Just oh, pitch no. black. Pitch fucking black. That's like black. You just think it's like the world's biggest black widow. Dude, well, and then I, I like, you know, we got back from the hike and we walked back like so weirdly because we were terrified. Ah. On you. <laughs> uh, and then we get back and, you know, one of the locals that was helping the show was like, oh, my God, we saw this part. And he's like, oh, they're harmless. And I'm like, fuck that. Look harmless. Fuck that. Bring one home. All of a sudden you're opening your luggage. Like, dude, what the they fuck? were massive. I've never seen spiders like just in person that big. That's scary. Like. It was Just outdoor beach spiders all over the rocks dude, and everything. I'm going to tag you on Instagram when I look at one. I'm like, there you It's like, I almost go. recommend, like, go over there and just look for a second until right? you see one. And you'll be like, I don't oh, like spiders. I won't kill them because, you know, they, they help out the household. Yeah. But if there's one, like, I've woken up to one just coming down on oh, me. I'm like, yeah. you motherfucker. Yeah. You no. thought I was going to eat you? Yeah. Oh. Like that shit. No way. Nice. So yeah, that's but, cool. Tour, any, like, new music coming? Um, I just released a song called Surf Trip, written co-written by me and my boy named Bo Napoleon. He's a sick writer out of Hawaii. Nice. Um, Actually, he's from Carson, but he's, he's a Hawaiian guy. But he's super, super dope. Um, he, he helped write a pretty good song. So I just released that. Um, and I'm working on an, an EP. I was going to do another full length, but I'm working on an EP. Um, we just finished recording a full-length 18 tracks of our live set. Oh, dope. With three covers, a Stevie Wonder cover, the Valerie cover that I do, and then um, uh, that Pennywise cover that I Sweet. did over yeah. here. Um, and so just trying to have it awesome stuff to – because I'm learning the, the game now that I'm actually involved in a lot of the work part of it. Yeah. I want to set myself up to have a good, like, ready for next year already yeah, type thing. Totally. You know, before I was kind of catching up. And now I'm stacking up to yeah. like release. It's all about you know? having yeah. consistent content and just yeah. having it ready to go. Not yeah. like, oh shit, I got to come up with something uh, right now. Yeah. You know, and so finish it and put it out. Yeah, you know. And so um, that's what I'm working on too. And then it's hard to get the band together because like uh, Pat plays with uh, Brett Bollinger right now on his okay, side project nice. too. My keyboard player is from an old band called World Tribe that you guys might have heard about from back back in the day. They played like, the Sublime familiar. Days and the uh, No Doubt Days yeah. and like freaking 311 back 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 in the day. He's a lot older, but he murders it. When Dre left, um, I didn't know whether I wanted so I didn't know whether I wanted to get another key uh, bass player because you know how yeah. it is letting other people in your crew, bro. It, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> I'll jam with people and I yeah. love it. Don't get me wrong, but letting yeah. someone in the chorus like. <sighs> okay, we got to yeah. get ready to like accept this, you know? And so I don't know <laughs> if I was ready to accept it. And he just said, fuck that. Let me see if I can play in the keys. So he got a loop station. Sometimes you play the whole key line, but sometimes yeah. you can't just triggers yeah, the loop and boom. So we've been able to do this as a three piece. Nice. And, you know, I'm freaking, you know, I'm, I'm loving the vibe. He's killing it for me. I'm very blessed to have you, Steve. I love you, man. <laughs> you know, hope you're happy with this, you know? But I've known him forever. <laughs> He's the one who brought me into the music scene in Hermosa. Nice. I used to watch him when I was a kid. You know, I used to go to all the bars and try to get in on the sets and like, you know, before when, yeah, when yeah. we're trying to come up. 
<clears throat> but um, you know, it, it's it's working well. I'm happy. You know, I'm, I definitely understand the whole other side of it now. I was oh, lucky. Yeah. You know, I yeah. got to only work concentrate on the music for those ten years and. It was a lot big party, so you know yeah. those are the fun years. It starts where you, out as a party, yeah, and then as you go, you realize, okay, this is actually my job, and you got to follow up. Yeah, you know, my yeah. first album, people love it, and since then, I'll be real. You know, as, as far as I'm concerned, I think there's a lot of things that have gotten better. That's what I like, you know, yeah. personally. But when I'm thinking about the fans, what they want, what they constantly just bring up is the first album. Yeah, first album, first album, first album, like. Bro, I just released a dope song. Listen yeah. to that. You know? <laughs> right. But, you know, so it's constantly trying to get that. You know what it is, dude. Totally. Like, you guys, I'm so proud of you guys. Thanks, like, man. I've known you guys for a very long time. You've always had good songs. But fuck, man, the songs you guys have been releasing lately, like the Summer song, I love that song, bro. Thanks, man. When I hear this shit on the radio, I'm like, damn, there's another one. And another <laughs> one. And another one. And they are. And they're great radio songs and underground songs. To keep it true, you guys have always kept it real to how you guys are. You gotta have like, a balance, yeah. Yeah, it's love, dude. You guys are yeah. fucking awesome. Oh yeah, thanks, right man. Appreciate Straight that. Up. Well, hell yeah. I mean, shit. I know that when uh, you do release that new music, it's gonna make some people feel good, Jake. Oh, yeah. I knew it was coming. And there's a woo and a clap track for you. And a fucking, hey, how about a? Yeah, why not? Yeah. And then, dude, I saw. Uh, I'm like, where's he gonna go dude. with this? There's so many good feeling things. There was a lots of good. You could have said, hey, compliments are nice, and we didn't even thank you for your compliments. And then you I liked it. All right, all right. So yeah, speaking of feeling Daddy good, he always segues into this next segment. He always finds a way to say "feel good," right, Jake? You feeling good? We're feeling <laughs> right good. about speaking there. of feeling good, and Jake always cuts me off, and then always feel bad. I always ruin it on purpose, <laughs> yeah. kind of. It's I love watching it. Just but we have some sponsors on this show that make us feel good, and as always, Koi CBD, uh, huge sponsor of the show, been with us since day one. We love this product. I use the drops every single morning. I tell you guys about it every time, and I'm going to continue telling you about it until you try it. Because they are amazing. I love the way that it makes me feel. Uh, takes some stress off of my day. Uh, get just make, makes me feel good to start my day. And I fucking always have like aches and cramps in my wrists and my elbow. Um, since I've been on a steady diet of CBD, I just, I rarely ever feel it anymore. Mm. I know you like the CBD. I, I like the Koi, too. I've been hooked up with them a couple of times, and I like their drink. I actually have used it with vodka, too. Oh, yeah. And it's, oh, this, this yeah, hemp drink? This hemp That's so drink. funny, man. Yeah. Everyone says that. You got to do the hemp yeah, drink. Yeah, I've done with vodka, vodka yeah. and it's it's pretty bomb. I like it. I like it a lot. I take CBD products, but I definitely infuse it with the cannabis because it helps intensify totally. the, the numbness. Yes. So, yeah, man, if you're someone out there who's constantly taking, like, over-the-counter, like, you know, yeah. Advils and Tylenols Switch and all that up. stuff, give CBD a try. I think you're going to really enjoy uh, it. it. It's gonna You're going to enjoy how it makes <laughs> you feel, and it's a lot healthier for you. And if you go to KoiCBD.com and you put in code DuddyB at checkout, you will get 20% off. Woo! That's right. You heard it here. <laughs> also, on everyone's it, psyched. Listen, on it, uh, <laughs> another sponsor of the show, and that's with two N's, O N N I T dot com. They have so many amazing products, all every day, all day. Right here. Oh, there it is. This Alpha Brain. I, I love this product. It definitely uh, it's gotten me to be so much sharper. You know what I did the other day? I I, uh, I took my son to. He started like this soccer clinic, and I went. And there was a dad there I'd never met. He was just there. And he introduced himself to me. Hey, I'm Robert. How are you? I'm Dustin. That goes bloop, bloop, out the fucking brain, right? <laughs> so then uh, the next day, I take my son to his first class of jujitsu, which it just oh, randomly, nice. I, I, I roll Sick. in and there's the fucking dad and his kid from the soccer clinic. And he rolls up and go, hey, Robert. And he goes, 
oh, yeah. He goes, remind me of your name one more time. I was like, Dustin. And we walked out. I was like, I remembered his name. I remembered his fucking name. And it felt so good. And I know that has to be because of this fucking alpha brain. So I yeah. just pictured Daddy looking up to the heavens, just going, "I remember his name. His fucking name. Yeah, so I'm happy. I was too. very happy. Uh, so yeah, on it. Uh, they have so many great products. Whatever you're looking for, if you're someone who's working out a lot and you're needing some like protein and just you know supplements for that, they got it. If you're looking for something to just help you relax at night and sleep better, they got it. Uh, they've got whatever you're looking for. Go to onit.com. Two n's. O n n i t. dot com. And you forward slash daddy, you get ten percent mm. off the order. Get on it. Jake, didn't you just do a, a race? I did. Yeah. You so, used these products. Dude, perfectly. Yes. That's right. So I did. I did a I did a trail run yesterday. I've been watching people run trails on YouTube and I said, fuck it, I'm gonna do that. So I started training, signed up for uh Xterra. It's like a trail running series in Southern California. I did it yesterday. And how did I prepare for it? I took electrolytes from on it the morning before, um, I'm sorry, the night before and the morning of, and then I took the pre-workout in a little jar, you know, took it to the race site, shook it up, drank it probably 20 minutes before the race. I had great energy. It was the fastest I'd ever done anything. I think when you do a race, people say you have adrenaline, so you naturally run a little faster, but so I did. I ran faster and farther than I've ever run. It was up and down crazy fucking hills, and I haven't been training that long. And the on it helped me definitely wake up early in the morning and get it going. And then I woke up this morning and this is when Koi CBD comes in. Cause dude, <laughs> like I said, I've only been training for, you know, I probably ran like 10 or 12 times to try to prepare for this big trail run thing. And then, and then I did it and it was steeper downhill and way steeper uphill than I've ever run. So yesterday I felt okay, but I woke up this morning and my ankles didn't work. Dude, I swear I tried to stand up and they were like, nope. So uh -uh. some muscles were used that I've never used in my that life. Downhill running. Oh dude, downhill running is weird. And I, I now know that I need to practice that shit. Yeah. So I couldn't even move. And I just, I went to the Koi CBD, the bomb, my oh, favorite yeah. thing, just lathered the ankles dude, <laughs> and the knees and the thighs, but mainly the ankles, you know, and look, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. I mean, I yeah. walked in here looking pretty good. The guys are making fun of me. I look yeah. a little old man. Feeling good. JK. The Koi CBD fucking helps so much, dude. I didn't want to take a bunch of Advil and jack no, up my shit. No, you don't. You no. don't. Yeah. So no skate gang today for Jake. Yeah, so I'm stoked because I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Both companies that help support our show, I, I use them both big time to do that race and they both came in handy. So yes. Boom. Thank you to Onnit and thank you to here. Koi. Yeah. All right. So we did I feel, that. That makes me feel good. That does. All right, dude, this <laughs> is the best. So, Moy, we have some segments on the show. We had some segments in season one, but we got a bunch of new ones in season two, and it's been fun. Um, no more words. That's what's coming up. You guys know it at home. No more words. These are words that we don't think anyone should say anymore. They, no more. They had their time. They were cute. They were great. They were cute. We like saying all of these words for the rest. This one, I don't think I ever really liked. Yeah, I, I This never... one, I didn't. But you know what? This one, like my kids would say all the time, and it made me laugh at first. Yeah. And then the more I heard it, I was like, okay, stop or you're grounded. This one was funny for, this <laughs> yeah. one was funny for like the first five or six hearings. Yes. And then it was yeah. like, and then oh, you're okay. like, okay, I can shut the fuck quickly. up. And then you started hearing it everywhere. And then it was like, okay, I've had enough. So before I kick into the song, we'll just let them know. Duddy, I, no, no, I no, think you I came think up song, song first. first. All right, song and then first. you came up with this one. So we're going to let you tell No, no, the actually, word. I think Who came Natasha up with brought Natasha this to did. the table, and we were like, yeah. I can't even say it. We okay. can't even say it. Okay, <laughs> Natasha did this one, but before we do that, we go. Oh, oh yes. 
don't ever say these fucking words no more. All right. Natasha gets full credit for this one. What's the word, Betty? She brought this to the table, and we all said, yes. Yes. Yes, queen. Let's do a little history. Yes is actually, we already have a word for yes. It's yes. 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 The word is yes. And it is super fun. It was super, super funny when like I remember the first team my daughter shit. dropped it on me. Like I, yeah. I asked her something like, I was like, yo, you want this for dinner? She was like, yes, queen. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty All funny. Right, you sassy little <laughs> nugget. Okay, I'm not a queen. <laughs> sure. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Dude, yes was fun for a good hot minute. And it's done. Done. It's time to, to put it. How, what would you say? Now... Like, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, there is. No. Is there anything for no? There's, I, well, soon there will be. Do people still say yes? I hear it. I hear you it. Still I hear, hear it. it. Yeah. Adults. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, the shit God. Now. Do you people still say yes? That's yes. probably the shit that's now. Like, I don't Beach. really watch the news and stuff now, but I can picture that's probably on like the morning show. And they're probably like, yes. Yes. <laughs> they're still saying twerk. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, oh, shit. That could have been a future word that we could have got rid of. But Twer- I think twerking's technically a but dance move. Like, uh, yeah, it explains a thing yes. you're doing. Yes is just simply yes said annoyingly. Yes. At this point. Yes. Yes. Giving someone Natasha, <laughs> get in here. I hear you laughing out there. <laughs> Fucking come on in, Natasha. Get in here and tell us something about the word yes before I hit the no more words outro and we move on from this segment. There she is. Oh. I heard you just dying out in the lobby area. So what pissed you off? What made, what was the last time you heard it where you were just like, no? Um. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my friends who uh, is a man who dates men, I said it to him. I was oh. like, yes, queen. He's like, honey, that's old. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, I got oh, school. Yes. So then I turned into like, never mind. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, I okay. love it. Nice. See, so that's awesome. Nice. The, the gay community there gave us their did, yeah. stamp of approval. It's right. fucking They're done. Do you think that's like, okay, Sasha, so that's funny. So that. that's funny because now it's like when when everyone's like, we, you know, like the black community comes up with a cool word and then everyone takes it. Yep. And they're like, we don't say that no more. That's bling, like, bling. yes. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit, now we can't say it anymore, uh, So we did that to the gay community. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we, we don't say yes anymore. All you nerds oh took it. Dude, they said you can have it back. Fucking, we don't even want yes. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Gays, we're with it. you. That's no more words. Oh, yes. Never say yes again after this and fucking... Uh. All right, dude. No more words. Super successful. Another quickly becoming my favorite This is my new favorite segment installment. Right So, what, what words have we gotten rid of so far? I like recapping that. We got rid of yes obviously today we got rid of bay we got rid of bay we got rid of oh there's only been three what was the first first one one, dude natasha what was the first one ah good you got rid of it fam Fam. what's up fam fam oh you know what bay was like a subset of it there was another one there was another one we got rid of fam and then ashley evan smith um lit 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 was the first one that we got rid of lit is gone Bam is gone, Bay is gone, and Yas is gone. Yeah, dude. Yas, my Bay is lit, fam. Wow. Out of here, son. Woo. Woo. You got it, dude. We got it. Let's bring him back. 
All right. That was good. Moy is in the house, and Duddy, Duddy asked him a, a, a question, and, and Duddy somehow said he already knew the answer to this question before you asked him. I just felt like it, because, like, you know, I just felt I was like, I'm, this, this guy's got one. It's, it is... <laughs> Are we in an igloo in here? I know. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it, is, it is cold. You like it? Well, I mean, it, it got a little too cold, but I was like, oh, that's nice. So it is before, nice. Can we turn the heat up a little yeah, bit? Yeah, turn it maybe a little bit. Or turn before Moy walked in, Duddy's like, I know he's going to have a ghost story. I just kind of know it. And it was funny. As soon as he walked in, Duddy's like, hey, do you ever have you ever felt like maybe you've seen a ghost? He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Ghost yes, or yes. alien uh, or something. Quickly yeah. said yes. So, so that this, this leads us into our next thing. Everyone, you always got, you've had this night or this time where you've been hanging out with buddies or whatever, and you've been smoking or what maybe you haven't and somehow this subject comes up and someone's always got a story and even if you believe it or not it's still entertaining as fuck yeah. and that's why we do it here and this is called scary towns what is it scary zone you yeah. put scary town up there you oh fuck scared <laughs> welcome to the scary zone Oh, just easily the best drop. Okay, maybe that's my favorite thing that's that we're doing That's the best drop ever. All so, right. So, dude, Moy, let me give you a little backtrack and uh, backing track here and just go ahead and tell us your scary tale. So, and I had my apartment in, uh, actually, I'll tell a cool story. So, my apartment that I lived in Hermosa was 16th Street. Um, it was owned by, um, what's his name from uh, The Doors? Jim Morrison? Yeah, Jim Morrison. Oh, so shit. He lived in, in my apartment next door to me. I lived in G, he lived in H, whatever. Um, and, uh, and so there were said, you know, stories, whatever, the people would hear ghosts, this and that. Well, I never saw or heard any ghosts, but I'd be falling asleep sometimes, especially after tour, and I would get sleep paralysis. And for sure, I'd feel like something's on my chest or something's on my neck, you know? And at first, I'd get scared, for sure, and get, probably be like, oh, God, you know, try to, you know, you, you fight to wake yourself. Be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're awake, but your body won't move. It's yeah, and like, you, and like, you can, I mean, it's just, it's unexplainable, you know? And mm -hmm. so then after a couple of times it happened, it started happening regularly at this spot. And I just started getting up and be like, fuck this. Like, I started power up, like, where are you? <laughs> getting me, bro. Let's do this, you know? And then I started looking more into it. And they say that's a way of getting into, um when you can astral project into your dreams, uh, or like knowing that you're going to be in a dream and to control it. I've never been able to control my dreams, but Metz always talks about controlling his dreams. I'm like, you bastard. Uh, like he flies whenever he wants. He does uh, however he wants. He knows he's in a dream. So he starts doing whatever he wants to do. You yeah. know? But I don't, I, I, I just started looking into it. And they said that sleep process is like right before that can be a way of knowing you're going into your dream and to control it, you know? But I, I experienced it and it felt like fucking spirits are on top of your chest holding you down. You're like, <laughs> that sounds terrifying. So, you break out, you're like, <laughs> uh, where I've had that happen a couple where of times. You? Have you had that, Daddy? Where I've you... never had that. Oh, oh yeah, shit. you wake up and you're awake. Your eyes are open. You're yeah. staring at the ceiling and your body parts won't move. fucking you move, dude. Oh. And, you're, and then they just do all of a sudden and you're like, oh you, my you, God, You like leap out that? of it. Oh. And you're like, oh, fuck you up. Where are you? Rachel's had before. Life She's had yeah. It hasn't happened to me since I moved out of that fucking so, uh, apartment. That's what I wanted to ask. It was never. only at that only place. There. That's wow. scary. There. It happened that's before scary. in my life. I'm not going to lie. But it never once has happened since that. And I lived in that apartment for almost nine years. Oh, wow. And, I, and it never, ever, ever has happened after. And you, it happened before, though. Yeah. Never after, you know? And it happened a lot. Now then. I have an even scarier one. So my dad kidnapped me when I was little. Uh -oh. I'm going to fade was, this out and restart this backtrack. When I, when I was little. My dad kid, I mean, took me to Mexico. And so we lived in my grandma's house in an old Pueblo and we all shared a room. And I swear to God, I don't know if it's just my dreams. I remember when I was a little kid, but I remember waking up in the middle of the night, laying in bed, my dad be laying here, my sister be laying next to us too. And I look in the corner and it'd be a fucking dark looking shadow thing. They would just be like only dark there. You could see around everything else. Would be, you could see that it was dark around it, 
but there's like a shadow of a fucking person or entity or something there. And I just remember being like, fuck this room and just sleeping. Like my dad had to sleep with us. Like oh. there's no fucking way I wasn't sleeping with my dad in that house, you know? And, oh. and that's when the, like the little things started. But then I got sleep paralysis later in life. And then in that one apartment, it was just weird. But I haven't had it since. Never. And But I used to wake up like, fuck, what's up? Yeah. Like <laughs> constantly. Like, you want this? <laughs> you <laughs> want this? Do this. Come this. get it. You want my soul? Yeah. Yeah. Come get it. I'll fuck oh. you up. <laughs> yeah, and, I haven't, and I haven't gotten it since. I have oh. not. It's been like at least eight years since I lived there, so. I love oh, this good. fucking segment. Yeah. That's good. I've, I've seen I'm aliens too, but that's a different thing. Or UFOs. You want to talk about that? Oh, you got another one? I got I got two crazy Welcome UFO stories. To the scary zone. There's another UFO story. And this could have been a drone, because this is the beginning of drone life. I could have been a drone, but um, this one I was with my uh, girlfriend back in the day. I was driving down PCH and overlooking PV. I saw a fucking like, hover, like little saucer thing. And it went like this. And it went like that. And then just boom, went up and it was gone. So and for the and she was so that hammered. Know, PV. Oh, it's Palos Verdes. Right, yeah, right you next can, to it's like you're seeing over the ocean. It's yeah. Like a big mountain, yeah, like cliff yeah, in the exactly, ocean. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm coming out this, PCH people. and like yeah. you can just see off in the distance. And she's hammered. And we're making a left off like playing shows like 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I'll see like, uh, and it wasn't green or red or blue. It was like more whitish. And it just went with a little blue tint and just took off. That was the second time. The first time I was in high school at this girl's house. And it was broad fucking daylight. And my friend Frankie, till this day, Frankie Ramos, if you ever get to watch this, he saw it too, dude. It was broad daylight. It looked like it was, I don't know, maybe eight blocks away next to a light pole, telephone pole thing. And it was probably maybe as big as a house. And I don't know how nobody else saw it, dude. She's, this girl's sitting on her windowsill and she's laying out this way facing us. And we're looking out her window. And me and Frankie both look at it. And we're looking at that shit. And I look at Frankie, he looks at me, I go, fucking for real, bro? And all of a sudden just went to the next one and then just took off. To this day, me and Frankie fucking always claim that nobody believes us on that shit. Wait, you, what was, was like it a, that you saw? It you was like, a, like another UFO, like, but it was broad daylight, though, and it was for sure silver. Broad daylight, and it was probably maybe like eight to ten blocks away, floating next to like, it looked like it was next to a, a light pole, but it might have been yeah. a little higher than it. But it went from that light pole to another one closer that way, and then just took off. And it was in the matter of like fucking two minutes, and me and Frankie yeah. both looked at each other like, nah, really? What the fuck was that? And that was it. Until this day, people don't believe. Frankie and I still talk because he's a, he's a barber. He, when I used to get my hair cut, he would cut my hair. And uh, we'd always tell that story and nobody fucking believes us. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude, you know? I used to have an imagination, stories, dude. Dude. Two scary ones and two alien ones. Yeah, That's like a it. nice little pack. Nice. Those are all my real stories of anything. That's it. Nice. Yeah, dude. Then there's that's... DMT stories, but that's a whole other thing. That's another yeah, episode. Exactly. Just because I love it so much, we're going to give Duddy one more... Have you ever been scared? <laughs> this is Duddy B. I right know here, I can tell. Welcome to the scary zone. <laughs> and that's me at the that's end. That's All right, right. Oh. Fuck yeah, dude. The scary zone once again. Love that. Best. People are going to think I'm fucking cooked out, but no, that's real shit. I love it. Do we have some more awesome drops that I'll awkwardly place into this episode? Um, have you ever pooped your pants? I think I heard uh, Duddy ask you, and I think you said yes. You don't have to share. Yes, but, but you know, I sharted once, and I've people know about it because it was during a baseball game. I was 12 years people old. People know about it. Dude. People okay, know about let's it. Let's get this out. When we were, uh, and then you could take us. <laughs> All right, I love this. People know about this. One isn't Fuck. anything new. No, they do. I mean, I was. <laughs> I was in junior high playing baseball, and then oh. we, I was on the all-star team, and we were about to get try to get into the Little League World Series, and oh. we were getting pretty close. We were doing fucking really good as a team. Like Williamsport? Yeah, oh. like we were really good as a team, and uh, 
this is the end of my baseball career you know? uh, but uh and i was the catcher that's what oh, i played oh yeah. no and you know how the catcher so, stands and i had oh. it and i'm literally getting bubbly guts and i'm holding it in holding it in holding it in for like most of the game and then going to the bathroom during between you know when we're, when we're <laughs> yeah. off and then fuck, dude! I just fucking try a little little fart to <laughs> Tell me you had white baseball uh, pants, dude. Yeah. Tell me you guys oh. fucking ate. It wasn't, <laughs> nothing got crazy. Nothing got crazy, and I was able to hide it for the most part. But you don't hide shit like that when you're a kid. No. They fucking know. People are like, huh? Are you going to the bathroom? But I was sick as a dog. Yeah. And I was only doing it because I was the best catcher oh. in, the, in, in our team. You're like, and, we got to do this. Yeah. And I was just doing it like I do it now. I just fucking yeah. whatever happens, you got to go. Yep. Like, I've never even canceled a show for my voice. No. You know, like you got you just got to work. Unless through. you're really dying, dying, dying. But I you think fucking, I told him. The last episode of Jared playing the show, <laughs> oh. and he had full on food poisoning. And, yeah, and you do it and somehow. He, just, he fucking didn't spit. Move the fuck whole it. Time. Yeah, exactly. Just hold it. <laughs> At the end of it, you might fucking go nuts, but yeah. just do what you gotta do, and the adrenaline helps out. And but yeah, I was maybe twelve. Oh, that's still in and junior that's high. That's a bad age for your yeah. friends to catch you shitting yeah. your pants. That's a bad age. Did yeah. you get a nickname for that? Uh, no, I didn't get one for that. But oh well, yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Can oh we hear it? God. <laughs> oh, man, you're a shitty catcher. Christian knows it. Oh. So my name is Moises, right? God damn it. I can't believe I'm putting this out there. Is it moist? Moist ass. You know moist, it. moist ass. Oh. You know it. And Christian knows it's moist. So. I can't dude. believe I just revealed that here. We but gotta, fuck it, right? Since you it's embarrassed life. yourself, oh, dude, we good. had a friend who used to call me Jake's Bush Smells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Duddy and my last name, Bush. Now he's like, hey, what's up, Jake's Bush, Bush Smells? So, yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, People will fuck your name up no matter what. People will fuck it up. Yeah. Moist ass. That is Moist good. ass. It's too perfect. Dude. So there was a guy that got his, that used to get his hair cut at fuck. our barber shop. His name was, uh, um, dude, what was it? Oh, my God. It was Brandon Richardson. And which, whatever, Brandon yeah. Richardson. Yeah. And, uh, and the guy who cut his hair was like an old friend of his. And one day when he left the barbershop, the guy who cut his hair was all, dude, that guy had the worst nickname in high school. And he's all, I always felt bad for him. Oh, they no. just called him Randon Bitcher, Bitcherson. <laughs> <laughs> they just changed the art. Randon, Randon Bitcherson. Bitcherson. He's all, oh, everyone called him Randon, Randon Bitcherson. It was Bitcherson. just, I was like, it's so easy. They just switched they just them. Switched but they the said, letters. And he's all, it like hurt when I'd call, <sighs> hear people call. Cause he's, I know it bothered him, but it was just. You can't, yeah, that was his name. The teachers were like, is Bitchers in here? (laughs) I remember him just because of this. Mine followed me all the way to high school, too, a little bit. Yeah, I did. And till this day, my sister's new boyfriend, which you watch this, I want you to know, you don't call me that shit no more, okay? You understand? (laughs) Other people can call me, but you don't, bro. Out of nowhere, he's a young kid, and he's cool. He's a really nice kid, you know? But he calls me that out of nowhere, bro, the other day, and I look at him like... I'll beat your ass right now, bro. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, who told you that shit? You can't How do you call know that? Moist you're 12 ass. years younger than me. Oh. Yeah, you're not even from this era. You, you have no jurisdiction in calling me oh. moist ass, you know, but it stuck around for a minute. But I don't wow. mind it. But I guarantee you, people that watch this see me on tour, you better not fucking say that shit. Yeah. Yeah. See that? Keep dude, it real. Remember when we did fam, when we got rid of fam, Everyone. somebody's like, well, what if like Ghostface Killer calls you fam? Yeah. That's the exact yeah. And we were like, like, oh, well, then, then it's yeah, kind of cool. Know? But no one else, like, I no use one it below as familia. Yeah. yeah, I use it as familia. Uh, like I say, familia when yeah. I say it. But yeah. I get, it, I get it. Like I'm so over lit too. It's like God lit. 
Oh, lit <laughs> his God. lip. Bro. That's why it was lit. the first lit one. Lit like to... a titty. <laughs> <laughs> Tapping back on yeah. no more words. Fuck. Yeah. So that was good. Oh, my We've God. Good dude, you're knocking him dead, dude. You're crushing every bro. segment right here. You know what, dude? What it is, like, once you really, like, I'm past the point of trying to be cool, for sure. Oh, dude. dude like, being you know, cool like, that was definitely a part for us, you know? For sure. When you're younger and you're just coming up, especially being in a band, you're like, I got to be cool. People got to think I'm cool, right? Yeah, but then you get over it and you're like, you know what, dude? Let's just enjoy this shit together because we don't have yeah. many more days in this fucking yeah. love and life. It's exhausting yeah. trying to be yeah. cool. Dude. Just, just oh. be yourself. Who gives a fuck? It's exhausting. Yeah. So speaking of cool, you got any cool band camp stories for us? Something that stands mm. out of all your times of touring or We've already told anything. some. I know. How are you going to top all these ones? Know, but if you've got band camp one stories, story I mean, there's so many out. cool. I, I mean, know. But I got another drop if you have one. If not, if no, not, no, no, no big deal. You've already banned well, camp. I mean, this whole thing's been a I, I love, camp. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, when we went to Fiji, you know? Tab- oh, right, let me give this. Oh, and you this know? one time at band camp? That's insane. Yeah, we got to perform uh, on a little itty-bitty freaking like sand pit thing or like sand hill in the middle of the ocean right next to Chopu. Oh, that's pretty Get awesome. out of here. Yeah, we, we did a little acoustic gift for them. They filmed it, but then the guy lost the fucking No. Yeah. No. So people that don't know, Chopu is like a famous wave, and it's yeah. going to be much more famous. It will be the Olympic surfing wave oh, really? in, in, two, in 2024. Sick. So this Olympic surfing is finally going to be in the Olympics and skateboarding, and I believe <clears> they're just going to surf in Japan this year. But the next Olympics that has surfing will be at Chopu, and it's a fucking ridiculously yeah. dangerous it's basically a wave that breaks like a mile out to sea or mm-hmm. like a half mile out to sea um there's a reef about a half mile or maybe even a mile out to sea this reef where it, it the water is basically like a foot deep over this reef and these huge deep water swells come and they hit this reef and it it's just a huge cavernous dangerous horrifying yeah. scariest wave ever even the when small waves on. even if even it's like, small yeah, though, a little overhead it's like woo. People yeah. say Don't it's, hit that it's reef, bro. Like, can be It'll even more dangerous when it's small because yeah. there's less water yeah. on that reef. Exactly. You know, sometimes you hear that like people get hurt more when it's smaller because there's just no the water. Yeah. yeah, and so, um, so you guys, and it, and it is one of the most scenic places yeah. on earth. It's so beautiful. It it's is. ridiculous. So you guys got to perform right there. Pretty much, it was like off the side. There's a little mm-hmm. sandbar zone that's off in the ocean, and we just sat there. And those happened to be like perfect setup dude a big piece of tree wood they've been sitting there looking for it fucking ever and we sat on it and we we're playing a couple of our new songs acoustic and then the guy lost the footage oh. footage like didn't record and like we didn't even have it and it was like epic like if you looked oh. around like it was just like it's the most beautiful yeah, setup ever so i couldn't believe it i was like this is fucking gorgeous this is paradise that man. sounds amazing oh. at, least, was, at least you were there yeah it's exactly in your mind. and that's the thing how many cool things have you done you're so lucky we're so lucky yeah, so we, many cool you shit. You get to do yeah. some. You get to. Sometimes you you find yourself at a place where you're like, holy shit. Shit, oh, this is yeah. what I'm doing? This like, is what I'm doing today? Like, that's why I look <laughs> back to, like you said, the success we had before and, like, and what I'm trying to accomplish now. And, like, a lot of it I've done already, you know, in reality, yeah. you know, but it's not that I don't want to keep doing it and love it, but it's yeah. like, fuck. I look at these other bands that are coming up to that are just experiencing that. I'm like, yeah. it fucking feels good. And back then it was more competition, I thought, when totally. we were younger because we were just like that. It's a yeah. young thing, you know? But as you really settle into what you're doing and what it's all about, and now the scene is so come on, you know what it was before. It was nothing. <laughs> yeah, and now it's like what it is, and you're like, damn, look what we kind of we help create. You totally, know? Like, man. And totally. all these kids are super influenced by us, yep. and they're sick. There's good there's, bands there's coming a lot out. Of good you know, bands a lot of musicians yeah. coming in right now. It's that weird. Like, you guys are right. Like the, the scene was was figuring itself out <laughs> when totally. like, my band was still playing. And you I mean, you're you're OG OG. You know, you helped start. Yeah, 1999. We started that fucking band. You know, surround sound, and um. 
And it was it wasn't like people were just out talking shit. There was a lot of friends within the scene, but everyone was trying to figure out where they fit in the yeah. scene if there even was a scene. So everyone was almost on their own doing this reggae rock yeah. thing. Now it is a huge community, and it's one of those communities where all the bands kind of support each other. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's still whatever drama. There's drama everywhere. But, um, you know, a lot of bands I see with reggae rock, they're all wearing each other's well, shirts. That's, that's what I was going to sure. say. Is it's that like this our community. scene is a little more supportive than other ones, I oh, think, way now, more too. So, you know? yeah. and way more so. It tries to be a little more unification to show what we're doing. So I think it's growing in a great positive light. And there's so many. I mean, and there's so many different styles. And the truth is, like, I still want to stick in to our styles because we're, like, the originators of keeping it true to Cali reggae, yep. not veering off into everything else. You know, we kind of blend everything together, you know? Yep. But there's there's so many variations now. I mean, the there island is. reggae is its own thing for sure. Yeah, totally. and they're phenomenal, you know what I mean? now. It's crazy. Exactly, yep. you know? But there totally. was just not even an umbrella. And now there's, like, you can see the families all, you know, gathering yep. together there's to play. There's definitely the, the reggae bands that still do a lot of the punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got, like, they're just the rootsy reggae. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Then you got the reggae dudes doing a little hip-hop with it. Yeah. You know, it's like, it you got is. the pop-pop pop reggae, Then you too. got the pop-pop reggae. You got, like, the lovers rock. Yeah, exactly. The island rock, like island, you said. Island. And you can see these little pockets where you're like, okay, even in this scene, they're yeah. still different little pockets. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty cool. And you see them taking from each other now, yeah. too. Especially, like, I watch Hyrie now. She does dubstep breakdowns yep. like oh shit all right cool you know yep. tribal seeds they do some heavy heavy breakdowns yep. you know and you you get that stuff too i think a lot of that is like uh just playing a lot of shows yeah and you start realizing like okay well i know when we play something like this live it NG. really goes off so yeah. you start Intensity. trying to like engineer songs certain songs for live to be like, like a roller coaster yeah you know? boom, yeah. blow you up boom, then bring you back. yeah yeah turn the lights down you know totally Yes, it's what a real fuck? fucking scene now, boys. Yeah, one love, right? We're both on. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm on right. your day. That's right. One I'm love. on your day. You Friday, oh, yeah. it's February seventh. Show is probably going to come out. You know, this, for the, I think this is going to air about a week after. After, one love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So hopefully everyone had a great time. Yeah, one love. Yeah. This episode is yeah. going to come out like yeah, mid or like late mid February. February. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you've got. Make sure you fucking got all the footage. Yeah, <laughs> don't lose tight. that, Duddy. Oh, yeah. I just looked over here and realized we completely fucking spaced on something at the start. Yeah, of the, show. the curveboard, the curveboard, dude. Us. For the for the listeners at home that can't see, if you're watching us on YouTube, of course you've been looking behind us at our at our set, which is always changing. Every time someone gifts gives us a cool gift or anything, uh, Duddy and I are gonna continue to add it to our set. So each season we're going to, you know, you'll, you'll see the That being said, gifts. if you're listening and you want to send something cool for yeah. us to put on the shelf or something, we'll put a P.O. box out or something. We want to start having some fun things from yes. fans and guests and everything and just start adding to the room. So And, you know, so the first big thing that we have is, dude, Kerf Surfboard. That's K-E-R-F. And I think it's called Kerf Surfboards on Instagram. Natasha, mm-hmm. if you could yes. make sure that that's yeah, it. That's I think it. it is. Yeah, it's at Kerf Surfboards. Yeah. So, Follow him on Instagram. Dude drove up and and he made us a custom board. I mean, it's a sick board. And they work it's good got too. Fin box. That's I mean, nice. the thing looks fast as shit. And he put the feeling good with Duddy logo on the surfboard. So, like I said, you can see it on YouTube. You know what? We'll make sure when we do the photo with Moy, we'll we'll have we'll, we'll make post sure this we're, as well. We're, yeah, we'll we'll put the surfboard in there. But dude, hooked us up, and it is a it is a beaut. So yes, that's mm-hmm. at Kerf Surfboards on Instagram and KerfSurfboards.com. Check it out. Thank you so much for our board. And Duddy had a great idea. I think we're going to have all of the guests that come in. You'll be the first person to sign it. Um, we're going to have them sign the oh, surfboard. Yeah. And look, maybe we, 
you know, even if we keep it in here, but we do want to potentially give it, like, raffle it off. You know, maybe we were another thinking charity a fun thing. We were going to talk to him and see if uh, maybe we, we keep this in here the whole season. And yep. throughout the season, we have every guest sign it. And at the end of this season, we'll raffle it off, raffle it off and give all the proceeds to a charity. Mm-hmm. You know? Or you could do it at the charity show next year because you're going to do it oh, yearly, no right? Oh, no shit. That's the big We want to do the charity show biannually. Oh, so right? twice. We yeah. want, we'd like to do it twice. Then there you go. So we're gonna we're definitely gonna have everyone sign the surfboard and then we will figure out we'll what, figure what, out what we're gonna do, to do with it. it. Yeah. But it's an absolutely amazing gift from from Curf Surfboards. Go to Instagram, Curf Surfboards. While you guys are still on uh, the that you know if people want to give stuff, do you know? Do you remember the Nashes, Nikki Nash and Josh Nash? Yeah, they're from uh, Salt Lake City. Yes. Tuli, yes. you guys are their favorite band. Okay, I know well, because we crashed so... at their pad. They call it the Nash Crash Pad. Okay, and I hope they're, they're probably watching this for sure. They love you guys, bro. They got a whole oh, yeah. room there. It's all Dirty Heads memorabilia. Oh, shit. And the, the guy, Josh, he's fucking awesome person. He takes photos, too. You guys probably seen him recently, and his, his wife is super awesome. She just did a burning, wood-burning thing, but they're super artistic. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, he likes to do a lot of metal work. So I think he no. made a sick, sick Dirty head symbol that's made out of iron. Yeah. And when I go there, I'm going to be there like in a week. Hell yeah. I'm like, hey, bro, you didn't watch the show, but uh, <laughs> it's going to come out in a couple months, and yeah. you need that. <laughs> so I'm going to I'll make sure, but he loves you guys. I feel bro. like they've given us. Him him sure. I was going to say, I feel like they've given us yeah. something before. Yeah. He makes yeah. dope shit, though, like yeah. quality stuff. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, throwing that out. Well, shit, anything uh, you want to plug before we get out of here? Yeah, let's do some pluggy um, plugs. Yeah, just uh, I want to plug my, uh, I have a t-shirt shop called The Rock Shop in uh, San Pedro, California. It's 405 6th Street. It's where we sell, it's like a Bad Seeds merch store slash other people that are involved in the, in the culture of that neighborhood. It's like the new Fairfax. Nice. It's yeah. happening over there. We got shoes. We got all kinds of dope stuff. Plug that in. I want to plug in uh, Tomorrow's Bad Seeds on Instagram, on Facebook, TMR Bad Seeds on Twitter, and then LABadSeeds.com if you want to keep up with our shows and what we got going on. And, you know, just come out to a show. Come say what's up and, you know, feel free to take a picture with us. We're all about it. Hell yeah, man. So again, thanks, Moy, for coming out. Thank Another fun me, episode. Yeah. Fucking great episode. I love going down uh, memory yeah. lane with you guys. Thanks yeah. to everyone over here too at many. Reamp oh, Studios. Yeah. Uh, yeah, CutlassBrand.com. Oh, yeah. You guys. They've been hooking it up lately. They're That's sponsoring right. the tour, too. Thank you, Cutlass and Top Shelf uh, Cultivations out of Long Beach. They're the ones helping us with tour support this week. Hell yeah. want to make sure I shot that And, I, and yeah. when this episode drops, our new line will be out. We have a bunch of new gear out at CutlassBrand.com right now. Mm-hmm. And as always, if you put in code FEELINGGOOD at checkout, you're going to get 20% off your order. Giving money away oh, over here. you know what? Another humongous uh, uh, shout-out to Surf Roots. Yeah, you can always Dave. check out our episodes every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock um, Pacific Standard Time. On the app, right? PM on the app. Um, yeah, huge supporters of the show and just, yeah. a, uh, just a really cool thing. Check it, Go download Been the Surf Roots since day one. app. You can listen to all sorts of great music on there. They've got other cool podcasts. Check it out. Surf Roots, thank you. And yeah, thanks to everyone else for tuning in. Yeah, thank you guys for having Love me. Love y'all. You. See you next week. Peace.